Welcome to Two Balls, One Puck, a brand new podcast where we will talk about the Buffalo Bills, Sabres, and Yankees. I'm here with my brothers, Joey and Jacob Jirasi, and we're really excited to get this started. And let's do some introductions, Joey. How are we doing? Yeah, super excited. And we talk about sports nonstop with each other, so uh, might as well throw ourselves on video and uh, talk about it on a different platform. So I'm excited to uh, talk about three of our main aspects of life, these three sports teams. Jake, how are you doing tonight, buddy? That's uh, It's funny you said that. We All the time we talk about have like have your hobby be your job. And none of us are podcasters yet, but as of now, we are officially podcasters. Not officially. As a, not as a title, but we are officially podcasters. Mm-hmm. But if we uh, had every conversation that we've ever had about these three sports teams recorded, I think we would have a pretty big catalog of content. And now we're doing that. And- yeah, we, we talk about sports way too much. Um, <laughs> and we talk about the Yankees on a daily basis. Hourly, hourly basis, basis. Hourly, yeah. basis. Hourly, hourly basis, hourly basis. So, yep. And we figured that love extends to the Bills and the Sabers, and um, we're here at actually recording tonight uh, on site at Media One Radio Group in Jamestown. And yeah, we're gonna let everybody know who we are, how this got started, what we're gonna do in the future going forward. So, um, the inception of this podcast actually started with a conversation between me and Jacob. Yeah, I was I, I like to take credit. I tell everyone that oh, right. I, about the podcast. <laughs> um it's just been my cat so far, but I do take credit when I talk to Lily about this podcast. I say Tommy and I were talking about sports and Media One was putting on a new podcast network. Correct. So we're like, you know what? We're talking about sports. They're looking for podcasts. And we live in a, a unique area where we're in wet we are in western uh, New York. We are just south of Buffalo, but we're pretty far from New York City. Uh, we're actually closer to three or four MLB teams as far as baseball goes, mm-hmm. closer than the than Yankees. To the Yankees, right. We're very close to the Bills and Sabres. We're just 70 miles south of Buffalo, so we're they're, they're our local team. But uh, we were talking about our location and how that can kind of be an advantage that all the people between Buffalo and New York City have this, that they're going to be Bills and Sabres fans. That's the local team. And the Yankees have a a national, international um, power that they have. They have this influence. Everyone knows the logo. Most famous hat of all time. Not even arguable. That's that's just true. Boom. So uh, we're like, let's capitalize on that location, western New York, Buffalo, Dunkirk area, all the way. All the way east to New York City until you get to like Rangers, Islanders, Giants, Jets, you know. But there's no better fan base than Bills Mafia and the Sabres, even though they've been struggling mightily. On the way up. They're on the way up. But they're on the way up, and I can't wait to talk about that on the show. We'll get into that. The Sabres are dangerously close to being the most exciting of these three teams. The Bills, obviously, they're powerhouse, but having lost year after year. Sabres are starting to win more. I don't know. Do you guys know the last time the Sabres made the playoffs? I was 10. I couldn't drive yet. <laughs> Joey, what were you doing? Uh, in between being 10 and not being able to I'm drive. 27. Yeah. I'm 27. I couldn't drive yet the last time the Sabres were in the playoffs. So. That's crazy. We have that. been, um, I-, I think Sabres fans have to be some of the most dedicated fans. Yeah. I- we've been through 
we've been through some hard times. So it's uh, really exciting. I know that we are all very excited to see a team that truly has promise. And I know we'll dive into, you know, what we're looking forward to about the Sabres, what they did to impress us already these last couple of years, and just, you know, talk about the coach, uh, maybe a little story about the coach. And, you story know, about the coach. Hoping that he, uh, hoping he's the right the guy behind the bench to, you know, take him up there to the playoffs. Uh, haven't seen it. So – I want to talk about something really quick. I want to talk about um, our backgrounds a little bit in sports and with these teams in general, I suppose. But, like, our hockey, our hockey, our family is our hockey family that loves hockey. That's accurate. accurate. Um, I always tell people that hockey is like religion in our family, and it's kind of true. And then what's religion in our family? Hockey. Yeah. Yeah. That too. There's a two for two right there. So, uh, anyway, we all, there's three of us in here, but we also have four other siblings that are not currently in the room that have all played hockey. And most of us continue to play hockey. And um, we all played sports growing up and everything. Some of us played baseball. Everybody except for me played tennis. And we had soccer. We had basketball. We had the whole nine yards. Kind of intercut right there. Go. Recent baseball coach MVP of the modified, I don't remember our league name league. <laughs> That's me. Who votes? Who votes on this? Uh, that was me. You voted for yourself. I had the most wins. Wait, is this the team MVP? And you gave it to yourself? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. League finally MVP. gets the power to to decide who is the MVP. Gives it to himself. I said I That's won the most move. games, buddy. First year I coach was. An all-star. In? For one year. Senior year, high school hockey, second team all-star. Jumped back to hockey. Go ahead, continue on your baseball team. No, that was where the whole you thing. were the MVP. I'm we do the have a lot of sports history, and honestly, I think in in some capacity, sports can consume about eighty percent of our collective lives to this day. Uh, you know, so I think that this podcast will really show that we are a sports family. Hockey, definitely the most prominent. Um, you know, played college and had siblings. Uh, several of us, three of us, continued to play in college, and some of us now are just uh, terrorizing the men's league here, and some of us are also competing in the men's league here, and we are uh, wow. just a big big sports family uh, through and through. So. You might be wondering what about football, because we just talked about baseball and hockey. Well, we were all homeschooled, believe it or not, in our area. It's not too uncommon. But because New York is one of the two states that does not allow homeschooled um, kids, high school age, to play in school sports, which is is travesty. Just crazy. None of us grew up playing football. It was just not an option. We knew that if we started like midget or rec league or whatever football, we would have to stop by the time we were in middle school. So football was more, it's the only sport that we don't have any experience in playing or coaching. But as far as watching, I would say we have three gold stars. Yeah, if you talk, if you mean watching the Bills uh, consistently break my heart, but now we're on the up and up with the Bills. So let's talk a little about. We've been up. We need the second up. We need another up. We need. We need another up. So really quick, um, just like everybody, you'll all get to know us as we go on and on. Again, this is episode zero, and um, this was specifically meant to introduce ourselves to you and what the show is going to be about. So let's talk about that right now. What is this show going to entail? Well. Obviously, everybody knows now that we're going to be talking about the Sabres, the Bills, the Yanks, 
and that's where the two balls, one puck name comes from. Two, you know, two sports balls and a puck. Did we one, say one that right on the puck. top? What's that? Did we say "Welcome to Two Balls, One Puck"? In the I think top? I said that okay. right at the top. I think that's I said something that. that we should probably have said. Is this is the name of the show, and that's why yeah. two, two sports with a ball, one sport with I'm a pretty two sure ball sports, that. one puck sport. I think I'm pretty sure explained. I said that. Yeah. So anyway, basically, what we're gonna do from a week to week basis is provide our insight, our hot takes, our knowledge, our thoughts on the happenings of all three of these teams. Obviously, um, there's points of the season where all three of these teams are going to be in a lull. And I mean that in terms of their, the league, not their, not the individual team. Like, right, right. Right now, you know, Bill's news, Sabres news is very light. Obviously the New York Yankees are hot in the middle of their season right now. They're not hot right now because they dropped two games at the Chicago White Sox. They're currently winning right now, though. Um, but we're just going to talk about these teams, and when things happen, we're going to give our you know, insight on it uh, from a local perspective. That was kind of the whole thing about this was we – like there's a bunch of people that talk about these teams already, but what about three brothers that are fans um, talking about this in western New York and where these – like Jacob said, these franchises kind of converge in this unique space that we're in. So – some episodes will uh, we'll talk about some teams more than others, depending on what's going on. Like, for example, our first episode, uh, when that does uh, launch, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about the Yankees than we will about what the Bills and the Sabres are doing right now because, well, there's not a lot, except for the biggest Bills news, maybe of all time, Josh Allen on the cover of Madden 24. How awesome is that? The first Buffalo Bill ever to be on the cover of Madden. That's sick. So what do you? What's your opinion with the curse? You know, you... Uh, Patrick Mahomes broke it last year. Okay, so we're good. Fair enough. We're good. I think uh, I, I know that he got interviewed about that, and honestly, just as someone who played sports, he said, you know, he loves everything about the game. Has always dreamed to be an NFL player, but he said this is the one thing that I've been dreaming of since I was a kid that I didn't know if ever would come true. I mean, so the, the thought of being a professional athlete, especially the NFL, quarterback, very slim. And yeah. to be on the cover yeah. of Madden is just, I, I can't even imagine. He's, so, he, he's had so many successes in his life already, but he was just so elated. And it's so cool for Buffalo, too. How cool would it be to be one of those fans that's in that picture, too? That's, just oh, on that's the cover. Honestly, that's, that's, I thought about that. That's the coolest part about the cover. 100%. No other cover has ever included fans They're before. They're blurred out or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's really sick that there's fans in there, and like because Bill's Mafia is Bill's Mafia, and like, did you see the guy chugging a beer? Is it really? No, I have no idea. Did That'd you see? Oh no! Here's for everybody. Really this funny. is an actual. Something. It's an E-rated game, so is Could it be like E or is it E uh, plus oh, ten? Because there's be a little bit there's of violence. There's some violence. Yeah. Anyone? Anyway, for this is an actual thing. Like one of those things where like uh, you can't unsee it once you see it. Thing you know the the arrow and the FedEx logo, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Go and look at the cover again. There's one pipe of Josh Allen's mask that's missing because they edited it out like photoshopped for to see his face and uh, or for the logo maybe or something like that and it's missing like it, I don't know if anybody would pick that up but you got to go look at it it's kind of funny and that's really maybe cool. they'll fix it uh, before the game comes up or whatever All right, anyway I have a question for you too wait okay I'll wait there's one more big thing Josh Allen is on top of the world right now because not only is he on the cover of Madden 24 but is he dating Haley Steinfeld Jacob, back to you. Back to me. <laughs> we will talk more about that. That is, we have a tease for episode one. We actually have an entire show based off Josh Allen t- uh, dating Haley Steinfeld. No Don't comment. 
back to me. I would say I thought that. we had a whole episode planned about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Our first you episode. Can do it solo bomber. I'm, I'm done. Go. Okay, I'm back. Our first episode that, oh, wow, I'm looking at this cover again. I just pulled it up. Did you see it? It's really noticeable. Is it bad? It's not bad. But once you see it, you can't unsee it. His mask looks like there's a big hole in it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Also, if you look at the 7-Eleven logo, one of the letters, they're all uppercase and one is lowercase. I did know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. We're a big logo podcast. Jacob is dying to get this out. He's been trying so hard. Okay, I have another hilarious thing to say after Jacob gets this out. Go. I was going to change the topic and go to something else, so I'm going to let you get your thing out. Go ahead. Okay, here's my thing. This is a prerequisite to everybody knowing kind of who we are and how we banter. Joey claims that if he played in the 1980s as himself right now, if you teleported Joey, the hockey player, I said to the 70s. 1980s. I said he 70s. did say 70s. I said late 60s, early 70s. 80s, not 80s. Eight, you not said 80s. 80s. I did not. You said 80s because you're talking about Gretzky. No, nope. he said okay. that. I did not ever consider Well, Gretzky did play in the 70s too. All right. Late Joey 60s, cl- early 70s. Well, that changes the conversation completely. No, that, that's the whole, that was my whole point. You idiot. All right. Get well, your point across. All right. My point is Joey says that in the 80s, as he said, I don't care if he's he's lying. Late 60s, early 70s. Fine. Mid 70s. Let's settle. Early 70s. All right. Fine. Early 70s. Joey claims that he would go in and be one of the best players in the NHL. Skill wise. This is a very specific argument that I was making. And it came about when people were trying to compare McDavid and Gretzky. It, it is very, very obvious. If you take the average second, third line NHL player right now mm-hmm. and put him back a couple of decades, mm-hmm. their skill level is you can't even compare it. How fast they skate. I agree. How tight they turn. Their shots in the 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 equipment has come such a long way. The training has come such a the long medicine, way. The medicine, yeah. All of it. You know, bodies have our athletes' bodies have evolved. If you look at the average NFL player when the NFL was created and look at the average one now, it's just changed a lot. I was just simply saying that if you took myself, who was a club hockey player, decent hockey player, in the realm of hockey and all of it, not nearly as good as thousands of players. Give yourself a little a little <sighs> credit. You played it. ACHA D1, which is the same on the same team I played at. You were, I'm being serious. I could pick on you. I'm being serious. You played with players in leagues that have that host excellent players. The league that you and I both played in for college has players in from the USHL, the NAHL leagues that that do feed correct fresh, very high oh, level. To, to put it into perspective, I would say, and I don't know the statistics to, to support this, but out of all of the hockey players. I was probably in the top fifteen or ten percent. Of if all you, hockey, of players, all hockey or players that play hockey. Hockey players. Okay. If you take them, you know, people in my, you know, senior year of high school per se, if you took all of the country you know, all of US's you know, high school senior hockey players, I was probably in the ten percent. The the one or point three percent of that make a division one team. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So comparatively Good hockey player compared to a lot, but not compared to those who are you know doing it at the highest level. My point was me being a good but not the best mm. hockey player. With I, I could probably my slap shot is probably in the mid eighties. Oh my slap shot! Go back well, to Tommy, yours is like I seven was zero for four on breakaways in our pickup skate. 
on Monday. I think I gave him three of them, too. I stopped going to pick up skate. They kicked me out. I was scoring too much. If you looked at the average shot speed I know what you're saying. in the 60s, I know what you're in saying. the 70s, even I, through the 70s, of course. if you saw one that cracked 80, the cameras couldn't keep up with it. Of course. The goalies would literally yeah. try to kick the puck, and if they missed, it went in. Players scored from center ice. Could you imagine shooting. Billy Smith? For anybody who doesn't know, Billy Smith was a goaltender back in the like seventies, eighties era, and he was like the biggest hothead of hotheads in goaltending history. Could you imagine if Ovechkin was just parked on the power play, ripping one tease on the, and then he just he couldn't even get to him. Let me get my point across. He would throw you called me out his blocker at him. You called me out big time. I want to finish my point. Yeah, but I have a rebuttal. Go. If you took. Me right now and my current hockey talents, which okay. have declined in the last couple years of only playing once a week oh, with grown men. enough to score three goals in the championship game in the Jamestown Little Hockey League. <laughs> Purely talent alone. How fast I skate mm-hmm. compared to the players in the 60s and the 70s, mm-hmm. it is not even close. So th- th- it all stemmed from the McDavid versus Gretzky. Of course. You can't compare no, them. No, you can't compare them. And so... I just simply said the reason this is in showing you how you can't compare them. If you put me on the ice with the players in the late 60s, early 70s, I would be the fastest skater probably. Guy Lafleur. One of the fastest skaters. My shot with my composite hockey stick would be scoring okay. on goalies right. from center ice. Yeah, yeah. That was my point. I get the point. That was I, my point. I actually agree with you to a certain extent. Uh Fourth liners like of today's NHL, yeah, you could put them back in that era and they'll be absolutely gross. That's unbelievable. Not, yeah, unbelievable. Not a question. And this is a for a different episode of the continued discussion about like how you compare the greatest of all time to like the best of all Very time. Different. Very um, different. But you did say eighties, but we will agree to disagree because uh if we start talking about eighties, we're talking about a lot of other like you you're just not Mario Lemieux, I'm sorry. But Okay. No, no, no. Eighties is, is different. Seventies is a little different too. Here's Late a question. 60s. All right, okay. Jacob's got I something got to say. I have several things to say. I'm Go only Jacob. gonna get to say one or half of them, knowing you two. I'm going to start with this, because we're on topic. There's a <laughs> there's a 14-year-old, currently I will not name a name, who plays for the Jamestown, our, that's the city that we're in, um, high school baseball team. He throws around 84 miles an hour at 14 years old. He, yeah, trust, he's incredible. I've played catch with him. His, he throws, you're playing catch with him, and it's like, it's like a wiffle ball. Things are moving. It's amazing. It's crazy. I know you're going to say I was probably going to interrupt. Is he a larger 14-year-old in, like, stature? No. Really? No. That's I mean, he's... Because he's, he's, you see the 14-year-olds are, like, 6'1". No, so, like, he's 5'8", Like, is eight, he nine, the 14-year-old okay. that, Lanky. like, would be in a movie that stars in, a, like, a comedy no, scene? No, no, he looks he, like, like a 14-year-old. beats the my, crap out of the... Oh, okay. He, my point is, how far back do you have to go in baseball to see 85 miles an hour? It's... I mean, as like the average fastball. Once well, you're go, you're going twenty, thirty, forty years. Mm-hmm. Same thing with this hockey conversation. You got a fourteen year old in Jamestown who might or may may not make a D one team in four years, throwing harder than every player in the league. They used to. They used to measure pitch speed by having a guy on a horse run at full <laughs> speed. I don't know if either of you or anyone listening knows this. They got got a guy on a horse at center ice, have him galloping. <laughs> As he passes the pitcher, the pitcher then throws. And if he, if the ball gets to however six, I don't even think it was sixty feet six inches. So they is, would calculate the distance from the horse. The here's ball, the funniest the, part: they don't know how fa- how fast the horse was running. They were just guessing. <laughs> just saying, are you faster than the horse? Wait, 
How far what happens? Is this? What happens? Far. I mean, we're talking a hundred years at what? least. Back in the day, in Maybe, my yeah. day, I used to throw baseballs with horses to find out how fast we were running. Now, running. what happens? Or throwing? <laughs> what happened if the pitcher okay. hit the horse? Yeah, a bug flew as flows in his eye. I don't think he was like directly next to him. A bug I mean, flies in his eye. It's late for everybody. We're recording this. It's late at night. I've been up for a while. But what happens if he just like somebody throws sand in his eye at the last second? Or no, because they're on a baseball diamond, right? Dirt could be dirt. Dirt. Wind pops dirt right up into his eye. The oh, horse of the, the calamity! Any the horse to the pitcher's eye. The pitcher's eye, and then the horse's eye. That'd be a completely different conversation. But what if he? Throws the ball, it smokes the horse, and then the horse runs off, and it like leaves the stadium. Then well, there's doors. Well, <laughs> we should probably talk a little bit more about the Sabers, Yanks, and Bills. My point was. Oh, please finish. It, I have a question. I have a, I, I prepared a quiz for both of you. Oh, I was fun. so excited, but I want to ask this question first because I think okay. this is a funny question. All right. We just talked about how we have high schoolers genuinely. Have high schoolers now who could be not necessarily the pressure or the the endurance, but skill alone. If you're in a skilled room, you're just testing speed, strength, ability to play each of these sports, right? High schoolers today are at the professional level from 40, 50, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, easily. Yes, Joey. So from the four, from the three of us, there's not four, three of us who have never played um, contact football, tackle football. How far back in time do you think you have to go as you are currently, 27-year-old Tommy, 24-year-old Joey, two, two years older than me, yep. to go back in time to be a competitive NFL? You've nev- you have never played football before. Oh, I have never boy. played football before. Are you talking about like me, like, hey, I'm an, a- I'm an athletic guy. You're an athletic I guy. I should play and, professional football. the body football? that you... The currently explosion have. that you currently have as a 23-year-old, 20, you were trained as an athlete for 20 years, Okay, is more than we, is the data that we have, the video that we have, more than the athletes had in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. How far back do you have to go to be a competitive NFL player? That's a great question. So, I mean, I can, I never played football competitively. I can throw a football relatively far, and I'd like to think I can throw a football So as you think you'd be a quarterback? I'm just purely saying skill. I think I could potentially throw a football as far as some. I don't know. That's so, a really good question. Tommy. When you look at old school football clips, these guys were animals, though. That's the thing. They were That's animals. They were barbarians. It turns the conversation in They went into too. the dungeons after the games and like ate turkey legs like Josh Allen did on Thanksgiving, but they did that routinely, and they like slayed a dragon afterwards they did. together. On, yeah, on field. Like, so in, that's the conversation. So in I'm hockey, saying like, you know the stories of like baseball players and like athletes that like went and fought in World War II and they came back yeah, and like... amazing. Okay, well that's probably the era that I'm looking at. I would need to face... Well, I would, would need have to face to these guys pre, pre-World War II. Yes. Because okay. after these guys got back from World War II, they were probably... Vicious. Well, there's a thing called World World War One that also happened. Yeah, but I don't. Was football being played in World War One? Yeah. No. Well, not in the war. You don't know that. <laughs> None of us. You weren't there. I was not there. I also was not there. Now, my our grandfather actually served in World War Two. Uh, our grandfather is an amazing human being. He's 96 years old, and he was still playing pickleball. But 
to answer your question, my namesake. I I'm would, his namesake. I should have been. My middle name is Joseph. And yeah. shout out to my mother who didn't name me Joseph. That's she, a whole thing. She knew. I think I'm. I, and this is not like all jokes aside. I think I would probably have to go back to like the beginning of the, football. The, yes. I also don't the think beginning. in my current state. Maybe it would. It's crazy yeah, how not, much how much it changes when you stop playing a competitive. I was sport. more talking to Joe. I'm not. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. I'm not built. It's crazy. I'm not built Jacob, for football. I don't know if you can attest like, at this. All. You are only what a year and a half now out of playing You know, college hockey. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So it is. Have you noticed that in like instant decline in your athletic ability that you've like? I I think that I, I did. I don't know if athletic ability because I can still have the stamina. Yeah, I, all different type things. of strength. 100%. Even if you're strength training, you know yeah. what I mean. So I think that in my current state right now, I would if I got one hard hit, <laughs> one tackle, I I would be so sore. Like I I might get injured. It's yeah, so I actually think that there's an era. Yeah, I know. I think that there's an era of professional sports, football and hockey included, that I would have done better in, just simply based on the physical nature of it. And that's a part of that question you asked too about playing in the in hockey in that yeah, era. Yeah, you have to get hit and you grabbed. have to get hit and yeah, slashed, slashed and, and yeah. high sticked yeah. and. But your point you know, was always like, stuff. I can get away from those guys. But to the an one, extent, but the one time you do get caught, like go back and watch Gretzky get absolutely Bundle. just bundled at yep. center ice, and but Marty McSorley was going to eat you alive. Okay, okay. Can we talk? Let's get into sports. Thirty second. Yeah, we're talking thirty second conversation about mm-hmm. how ridiculous it was that you have five people on the ice and you are choosing to let one of them be bad at hockey to protect one of them who's good at hockey. It was just the era. That was That's the era. all you can oh, say. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Yeah, it's 100%. crazy. And and there was that little overlap where there still were players, probably like a four or five year window, where the 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 true enforcers were noticeably worse at the game and made their team worse in all aspects of the game besides yeah. truly being. A yeah, it was around it was a quick era that came in and out. It of was that. around probably I'd like to say like the. Early 2010s. Yes, John Scott. The NHL, right? The, the you John say that late? I was t- I was thinking like before the lockout. No, 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 that no. late. John Scott was still playing uh, sure. on a roster. Now, to be fair, but there that, weren't 30 John Scotts. There were uh, five. Right? Most yeah. teams had an enforcer. Most McGratton. Yeah, you know, teams had enforcers. Now, if we're going back to the like Donald Brashear. Uh, era, the Marty McSorley, the Chris Simon, and these Ty might Domi. be names that people have no idea about, and that's yep. okay because this is a Bills, Yankees, and Sabres podcast, and we're talking about Brian McGratton. But John Scott did play for the Sabres, so he there's did, that. and he yeah. won an All Star MVP. But that anyway, was such a sad. Time. It is it that is an interesting topic, Jacob. One that we should probably focus on more later. So, as we have taken this episode zero, okay, and we're 27 minutes into this episode zero. And probably going to be looking to wrap things up because this was not supposed to be a very long episode. We just wanted you all to get to know us a little bit more because um, we think we're funny when we talk to each other. I think that other people might think we're funny, but really we just want people to think that we love the Bills, Sabres, and Yankees and talking about it, and that's what we genuinely do. So rapid fire, a couple things that we're going to be talking about coming up. The New York Yankees are in third place in the AL East. And they are currently in the bottom of the eighth inning of a doubleheader with the Chicago White Sox. They have a lot of injuries. We're going to talk about the Yankees a, a lot. lot. We'll be talking a lot about the Yankees for the next 
month. Now, and then as far as hockey goes, yeah. the Sabres are about to approach a busier time because the Stanley Cup Finals. Do, does anybody know what the score is right now? Game three? I've been so fixated. Uh, somebody's got to check. Two to one. The Vegas Golden Knights are oh. mm-hmm. five minutes left in the second. This is a sad boy. Stanley Cup final thus far. Yeah, it really is. But as no, far there's as... A, I mean, just pitching in real quick, mm. uh, you know, just a quick plug, maybe something that we will be talking about in a couple of days when we record episode one. Mm. Uh, talks of Rasmus Dahlin and Owen yes. Power, as well as Casey Middlestat. Yes. Well, all three of them with contracts that uh, Kevin Adams has said yeah. are close. All right. Um, so one word. could be something that we uh, well, discussed. One word answers. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'll wait. Yeah, just real, real quick. Sure, sure, I just sure. wanted to finish with the Sabres. That... I was... Okay, that the Sabres are approaching the like the two weeks of the NHL offseason that does it so much better than the NBA. And I, I, don't, I don't follow the NBA, but I know that their offseason is dragged out. MLB, too, a little bit. I mean, honestly, the NFL, a little bit, too, in, in regards. But the NHL gets their offseason done in, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. The draft happens, the uh, signing or the uh, tender rights happen. And then free agency happens usually on July 1st. Is free agency on July 1st again this year? I think I it think is. I think so. I think it's back to that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, not like 60% of the major free agents sign on the first day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's the ones that trickle. But the Sabres window of talking about what's going on with the Sabres is really going to heat up for a short while. And then Sabres news is going to completely die for, like, a couple of a months, month truly. and a half until like yeah. training camp, yep. and then well, yeah, same thing with football. We're gonna have a couple a of these bit. big things, and then we can yep. we're gonna Some free agencies. Wait, we're gonna wait for the Some first videos of people working out, the first videos of, yeah. of throwing, of catching, I mean, of hitting. It's like, gonna be fun. Right now, the Bills um, are in the news because of I mean, aside from Josh Allen stuff, couple. I mean, Ed Alvers, yeah, four yep. year extension is big. Yep. Um, bringing in uh, Floyd is a big signing for the Bills on a one year deal. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Uh, Aside from that, though, I mean that'll like we'll be giving more insights on like our like projections and whatnot Definitely. for the season. We, we've as got we come some time. Schedule we have watch. some time. But yeah, just to let as a Sabres know fan, there's really only a, like those two weeks you talked about, and then you know sporadically things were going are going to happen. But as a Sabres fan, you know if you're strictly Sabres, it's a little bit boring for from here until at least yeah. the end of summer, early and fall. Before we let Jacob kick it off, and this is probably where we're going to end the show, is let Jacob uh, rapid-fire us or do a quiz or whatever he's going to do. We mm-hmm. should also let people know that um, this like this podcast is, like if we make you a fan of another team or another sport, even a little bit that you weren't previously, like if you're strictly a Buffalo guy and you, don't, you couldn't care less about the Yankees or baseball, I mean, maybe we pique your interest a little bit. That'd be awesome, but... They're like we're perfectly content. Like when this is on, if you're watching this on YouTube, um, we're gonna try to have markers in uh, the episode on where you can skip to hear about individual teams because our actual episodes, people, are gonna be we hope a little bit more organized talking about oh, the they teams. will be because like I said at the beginning, we're gonna talk about like a little like depending on where we are in the season, you know, we're gonna dedicate an amount of time to a certain team, so you'll be able to actually cut in and out and easily find where we're going to be talking about each team. So if you, again, couldn't care less about hockey and don't want to hear about the Sabres, but you love the Bills and you love the Yankees, you can listen to those aspects individually. Yeah. Jacob. Yeah. What do you got for us, Well, I was – I do actually want a one-word answer from both of you because okay. this was going to. I was going to ask. I hate one-word answers, Jacob. You know how bad I am. You know how do bad you know I am. Well, this is a yes or no in question. My brain. Oh, okay. Owen Powers. Yes. This is what I was going to say earlier. Okay. Before this is not the quiz I prepared. Oh. Okay. Owen Powers. 
too early or not for this extension, theoretically. Too early or not. Tommy? No. Joey? No. Joey says no. Tommy? I can't do one-word answers because there's so much context. There's so much context here. All right. One-word answer. We'll talk about it. Episode one. We can talk about it. We'll talk about it in episode one. Not too early. Not too early. I'm only the slightest bit worried. Only the slightest bit. That's not a one-word answer. I didn't. Burn. Require that for myself. Eat all the pant, Jacob. All right, here's the quiz. I'm going to ask you each a question. Can gonna... this, is this a three-minute or under quiz? This is a one-minute quiz. Sweet. What was the first year that the Buffalo Bills wore their all-rad uniform? Oof. The color rush one? Yeah, the the one that's red head to toe besides the helmet. The, I don't like it, but... I love it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Red, okay, okay. Well, the helmet, they, don't, they haven't worn the red helmet since... Nineties. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's the white helmet, red jersey, mm-hmm. the color rush jersey. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The one that. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it's pretty. It's it's no hints. No hints. No free ads. No hints. I'm gonna say 2017. Joey, I initially was gonna say 2018, but just to mix it up, I'm gonna say 2015. 2015 is the correct answer. Uh, All right. Wh- what year did ooh. the Bills switch from their navies, like their darker blues, yep, not yeah. ne- necessarily navy, yes. but t- co- totally cut out the dark blues? 2011. Uh, that's a great guess. Because the first player that comes to my mind when I think of those jerseys is Willis McGahee. The navy. Yes. You, you have, you have Pitter Patter. Uh, <laughs> fine. Jeopardy. 2012. 2000 or Jeopardy? Yeah, I mean, Price Bro, is right. 2011. Let's go. Oh, hit me the next one. You're speeding along. Hit me the next one. I can totally right. see your computer Suck. screen, too. No, you can't. No, I know. But that'd be really that fine. would be horrible. All yeah. right, switching to the Sabres. Easy. This is where I shine. Let's go. Tommy's a big Sabres I guy. I shine here. All right, what years were the red, the famous red Sabres jerseys with the intersecting Sabres? What years were they active? Uh, I got this one. Okay. 1999 to 2006. I'm going to throw mine out there. I'm going to say uh, 97 to 07. No way, 97. No. It is... 99 to 07. It's 98 to 06, isn't it? It is the 1999-2000 season. So, I don't know. 99. Yeah, but That's, 2000. Okay, nope. 99. Two to 2006. Boom. Great. Eat pant, Joe. All One right. more question. That's all we have time for. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, we got to wrap this up. The Yankees jersey question is not necessarily as much fun because famously the Yankees only wear their two jerseys. Gorgeous. So I will ask you about Mm -hmm. the Yankees jersey, something a little less commonly known perhaps. What year did they go to away from their um, white jersey? So you guys are familiar. They had like a cream white. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. It was more in the Korean War, 20 years around the Korean War. Okay, so what year did they go away from cream? Yeah, and, and to, go to pure, to pure white. So you're saying Babe Ruth didn't wear pure white pinstripes? Well, what's your guess? Uh, what year did they go away from cream and just to white pennies? 19... I would talk World War II earlier. 45. 
1951. I win. Oh, Price is right. I said awesome. Jeopardy earlier. You did. <laughs> well, it has been fun. Um, you know, we're going to wrap this one up for tonight. Again, this is episode zero. So we just wanted to test the waters a little bit, get a feel for it. And, you know, our other podcasts, like Tommy said, will be structured. Definitely have a, a little bit more of a, uh, a starting and end point. But we are really excited to talk about the three sports teams we love with all of you. And hope you guys enjoy chatting along with us. Yeah, and one other thing I'll say before I go is follow us on social media. Uh, when this comes out, hope, I mean, we have social pages active. We haven't really been active with them yet, but we're going to start promoting that. Um, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, find us on YouTube if you want to watch these. You can watch us on YouTube as well. But definitely spread the word about us. I mean... Um, we love doing this and I mean, we're going to do this no matter if we have, uh, anybody or nobody, but, uh, spread the word on us on social media. And thanks again to media one radio group for letting us record in their studio. If Absolutely. you are in our local Jamestown area, let other, other people know, perhaps you know who we are and you want to see more of a local face, but otherwise I think that is where we're going to end our first episode or our zero episode. Type. That's awesome. right. Well, nice talk with you brothers and we'll see you guys love back you on guys. episode one. All right. Here thanks everybody. Have a good night.